I'm joined now by RNZ Business Editor Giles Beckford. Kia ora, Giles, in a drug company, AFT Pharmaceuticals, reports are mixed. Kia ora to you, Charlotte. Well, there's been a, a crop of earnings reports. AFT is probably the best of them that we've seen this morning. The local drug maker has posted improved revenue and profits as acceptance of its maxi-jesic pain relief product drives growth. Half-year profit rose $300,000 to $1.8 million, while revenue was up more than a quarter to $87 million on the back of growth in, at home and also in key export markets. Last month, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration approved the sale of the intravenous form of maxigesic, another boost for them. AFT's Managing Director Hartley Atkinson says the U.S. is a key focus for future growth. That's going to be one of our big focuses. We managed to get two approvals this year for Maxagesic IP and also Maxagesic Rapid, which is a fast-release tablet. Um, and the launches for those will be next year, uh, next calendar year. So we're just working on those at the moment, um, anticipating and targeting a launch for the IV uh, with Hackmer, our licensee, in February. We're hoping to get it uh, away then. Uh, apologies for that uh, audio quality. Digital isn't always best. AFT expects to pay a full-year dividend following on from last year's maiden payout. Full-cast, full-year operating profit of between 22 and $24 million. It wasn't so great for the cancer diagnostics company Pacific Edge. It's posted a bigger loss as it's invested in expansion, but also suffered from problems with a medical insurer in the United States. The six months uh, to the end of September loss grew to $15.3 million. That's from $10.6 million a year ago. Although revenue did increase $3 million to about $16.5 million. The company is contesting a decision by the U.S. Medicare provider Novitas not to cover the cost of the CX bladder test, which are the main product for uh, Pacific Edge. And for the time being, it's still being paid for them. The chief executive, Peter Mencher, says the Medicare issue is a headwind, but the U.S. is still the key, although it has an eye on smaller Asia-Pacific markets as well. We've, uh, we've tightened our belt across the business um, to focus only on what is going to uh, you know, drive um, critical um, business outcomes. Right now, um, uh, you know, the best return for a dollar um, for us as a business is in the United States, but it is equally prudent to put some uh, dollars uh, in other markets uh, as, a, as a way of, of de-risking um, and doing early business development in those territories. Well, Peter Menchus says the company has $62 million in cash reserves, which will see it through whatever decision is made on Medicare coverage. Well, meal kit business My Food Bags half your profit has more than halved as customers opted for cheaper products, which dented revenue. Profit $2.5 million, that compares to just under $6 million the year before, with revenue down more than $10 million. The company has cut costs and rationalised its operations, as well as concentrating on trying to retain custom with the cheaper bargain box meal kits. Chief Executive Mark Winter says they've stabilised customer numbers, but pressure on consumers means pressure on the business. What we have seen steadily rise um, over the past 18 months is the reason code is out of my budget, uh, and particularly through the second half of last year, um, that reason code yeah, saw an increase um, in selection. We're also seeing, though, reasons around it doesn't suit my lifestyle um, 
continue to remain you know, fairly steady. Um, so there's certainly a piece around price. Well, the company says it hopes to pay a final dividend, but that will depend on its trading and debt levels. Another one to report this morning, property investor Goodman Property Trust has seen a stronger underlying profit with a near $227 million drop in the value of its properties has resulted in a bottom line accounting loss. The large warehouse and logistics space providers reported a $165.2 million loss. That compares with a $41.1 million profit a year ago. But the underlying profit was up more than 12% to just over $61 million. Now, Chief Executive James Spence says high occupancy levels, completion of new developments, continued rental growth and a lower tax expense have all contributed to the result. While global markets remain uncertain, the structural trends in the Auckland industrial market remain sound. Interest rates, geopolitical activity and inflation remain key drivers of uncertainty in the real estate sector. Volatility is set to continue impacting on cap rates and asset pricing. However, our approach has provided us with significant resources and liquidity to manage through uncertain economic environments and take advantage of future investment opportunities. Well, Goodman Property Trust's uh, property portfolio valued at $4.7 billion as at the end of September, and it has a 100% occupancy rate. Well, let's see what the market's made of those reports. I'm joined by Andrew Cathy of Craig's Investment Partners. Kira to you, Andrew. Kira Giles. Well, a real mixed bag there. Some positive, uh, some not so. How's the market uh, looking at them? Yeah, look, the NZX50, it's um, down 10 points at 11,159. If we look at the share prices of those companies mentioned in your bulletin, AFT Pharmaceuticals, up 1.8% at $3.34. Goodman Property Trust shares are unchanged at $2.13. My Food Bag shares also unchanged, trading at 13.4 cents. Pacific Edge up 1% at 10.4 cents. Raycon's down 3 cents or almost 4.5% at 66 cents. And Tower down 1% at 61.5 cents. Right, uh, what's the action like at the Open in Australia? Just a headline, yeah, please. Yeah, pretty muted. They're off about 30 points, ASX 200 trading at 7,044. So, uh, New Zealand dollar, it's had a hint of strength in uh, recent days. Is it still uh, up there? No, it's actually all soft right across the board against the US dollar. We're currently buying 0.602 against Australia, 91.99 against Sterling, we're 0.4816 against the Euro, 0.5528 and against the Yen, 89.98. Which leaves us with interest rates, oil and gold. 90-day bank bill unchanged, 5.645%. 10-year government swap rates, 4.76%. Brent crude, uh, it's off about 20% from its September highs, which is good news. Currently $81.66 US a barrel. Gold fractionally higher at $1,990 US an ounce. Thank you very much. That's Andrew Cathy from Craig's Investment Partners. As Andrew mentioned there, there were a couple of other results this morning. The insurance company Tower, a $1.2 million loss uh, after being hit by the cost of major disasters. So that's a big fall from the year before, $18.9 million profit. 
although its premium income was up. But major disasters cost the company more than $55 million. That's uh, nearly three times uh, the level of the year before. And the chipmaker Raycon, a sharp drop in its first half profit. It says demand for products returned to normal after a period of high demand. The profit was a mere half a million dollars. That compares with $16 million the year before. And it's also flagging that the forecast hit to full-year underlying earnings may be higher than the $10 million it's previously indicated, which may account for that dip in its share price. All the news and the numbers for you, updated at around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Charlotte, that's business. Kia ora.